Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuning in to number one Prince of the Airwaves with your host, Prince George. And also, Vicky. Here, Here we go. On Blog Talk Radio and Zone Radio Alliance. What up, what up, y'all? Welcome to number one Prince of the I'm your host, Prince George, y'all. I hope, you know, today, as you guys can see, you guys, those are the ones you can uh, tune in. Uh, today is supposed to be coming three. Uh, we have a special guest coming in the studio today, uh, a little later today. Um, but right now, we're about to go to some music by what's on record, Easy Trinity Music. This song is written by Joel Salsa Easley for, uh, for Easy Trinity Music 1. And this is off the Book of Becoming soundtrack, which we're currently working on the movie Project 4. Uh, so you guys can um, see for that. It's coming August 30th, um, 2021. Y'all, hope you guys can uh, support that and go out there and support y'all. All right, this song is titled All I Ever Want to Be, y'all. All I ever wanted to be, all I ever wanted to be, yo, wanted to be, wanted to be, all I ever wanted to be, yo, wanted to be, wanted to be, all I ever wanted to be is a good boy, good man, good son, good brother, good grandson, and husband, seen as good with the room to be better. Better yet, wonderful got sons. Even when people try to say or pretend that I wasn't. But because people sometimes don't try to give me the time of day. Talk to myself and let the God lead the way. Feeling ready, feeling real good today. And the day ain't even over and I got a sense of scope of how fit. Leaving people on their own mental trip of that. But in fact, I got on my knees and paid for things to be better. Y'all, that was entitled All I Ever Want to Be, written by George Us Easily for Easy Trinity Music One. For was on record, y'all. And that was entitled uh, um, All I Ever Want to Be off the book of Becoming Soundtrack, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, right now, we're about to technically go and um, play another song off the book of Becoming Soundtrack, y'all. And this song is entitled As One, y'all. Written by George Us Easily for Easy Trinity Music One. For was on record, y'all. Um, Enjoy Since the beginning when we met, I thought I was talking to a goddess, so I wandered and dined it. And as the time passed, I got a chance to get behind it for the life of me. I knew someday somehow we was going to make it. Despite the occasional arguments and nights of agitation sessions, we got through it all with no hesitation. Instead of coming apart at the seam, we straight kept it together. All these years later, we've been down and you still kept us together. We could have packed up so many times that we made behind and started anew. But now we decided it's you for me and me for you. So let's take this trip for two, where two becomes one. So let's so I do. All right, y'all. That was Ask One, written by Joseph Hustle Easy for Easy Trinity Music One. Um, it's also going to become a soundtrack, y'all. Um, the artist is Baby J, y'all. All right, y'all. We will go take a we will take a place of drills, y'all. And it's our um, what's it called? Became, y'all. Yeah. 
When the world was in trouble and needed a hero, one man was the only thing that stood between them and a creature set on world domination. He came, he saw, he saved, and he just became. When the world was in trouble and needed a hero, one man was the only thing that stood between them. All right, y'all. Uh, that was became y'all. Uh, now we're going to another um, case of more bills, y'all. And it's entitled um, Bugsy from Los Angeles. Critics call it dazzling. A cinematically forward, heart-pounding 3D effect. Film of the year. When a vile creature sets out to destroy the calm and the world as we know it. One man is ordained as a new breed of hero, and Christian hero of heroes, in order to keep the world from going into complete chaos, one city at a time. Now it's a race against time, and this new crowned hero has to prove he is the one who can stop this vile creature and right the wrong, and in the process, help 13 other individuals to take their rightful place by becoming something they never knew existed. From director George Easley, Trinity Vision Entertainment and Warzone Comics presents Bugsy the Becoming, starring Prince George. Bugsy the Becoming, see it in 3D and cinema at AMC, Regal, and IMAX Theater, August 30th. All right, y'all. That was uh, that was handsome bills, y'all. We're gonna go for some more bills, y'all. First, this, well, actually, you know what? We're gonna play music. Um, this song is entitled "Dreams," y'all. Written by Joel Foster Easley, Easy Trinity Music One, off of Warzone Records. It's off the book "Becoming" soundtrack, y'all, and it's called "Dreams," and it's featuring it's Baby G featuring Warzone's own Lala. Dream on. 
right, y'all. This is back here. We're back. Um, that was called Entitled Dreams, written by Joel Sauce Easy for Easy Trinity Music One for Boys Over Record Job. And that song is called Dreams off the Book soundtrack. And this feature is Baby G featuring Warzone's own La La La, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, we're about to go into another commercial break, y'all. And get some more bills, y'all. And this, this commercial called Discover. Discover a duck that barely clucks. He's not dead. He's just well fed. Enter a zone where you're never alone. We have publishing companies if you need one. Artwork of all kinds that'll blow your mind. If you've come this far, you've come too far to stop. Actors, actresses, performers, call the zone immediately. 424 732 9673. We are open seven days a week, excluding holidays, Monday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Our number again, 4732-9673. We'll be here just for you. Go to www.warzonecomicswzc dot com all right y'all we're back right now going um, hold on our special guest is coming to the studio right now so give me one second y'all to get our special guest situated within the studio itself um so hope. Hey, caller, how you doing? Hello. Hello, George. Hey, um, hey, caller, can you introduce yourself to your fans, please? Excuse me. Can you introduce yourself to your fans, please? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, my name is Corey Johnson, and uh, I'm originally from Minnesota, and uh, actor, host, singer, choreographer, youth speaker. How did you get, how did you get into your, how did you get into your uh, profession, or what drew you into your profession? I got into it, you know, when I was, when I was uh, younger, um, it came uh, from from doing a a lot of work with musicals and uh working uh, with with kids as well uh film and tv came into the picture when i was in high school so it started with stage and then uh and then it went into tv and film a little bit later on So how did you how did you come in, how did you come across acting as a profession or stage as a profession? I mean, besides, uh, uh, you kind of, how did you come? Oh, how, did, how, did how did you come, did come, across, come across acting as a profession or a stage? How? How, uh, how did you? He's still breaking up. I'm so sorry. 
Can you hear me now? Yeah, there. Yeah, that's better. Sorry. How did you come? Across, how did you come across by by curiosity? How did you come across stage and, and how did you come across stage and acting itself? I mean, I know you were saying you did uh, music as a profession and things of that nature. So, but how did you come across acting itself? Like, what drew you into acting, or what made you um, come go into yeah, acting? It, yeah. It started when I was younger. Uh, every, you know, started uh, I, the very first moment I was uh, asked to uh, uh, sing a solo for a Christmas musical, original Christmas musical play, um, stage play at at my school, and it, and the rest was you know I just the rest is history, um, and it just grew into uh, doing musicals, and it grew into st- stage grew into. Uh, more TV and more on screen as I got older when I in high school and college. And then eventually uh, something that I knew that I wanted to definitely do full time as a profession. Is that something you majored in in college? I mean, as well, um, as far as like, uh, uh, I, I, um, yes, I, I did I, I I did uh I did musical theater classes I did vocal classes I did some screen on screen classes but as far as training I mean I I I've trained in Los Angeles Minneapolis New York uh, Atlanta San Diego so I mean it it was but it was I did I did go to two di- two different schools in um in Los Angeles for uh for, for acting. And uh, for also for choreography, um, musical theater, voice, singing, etc. Okay, have you ever felt like giving up and moving on to other uh, profession or passion project, or or you always want to stick with uh, performing? Did you say have you ever given ever uh, thought of giving up? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you're not used to the, if you're not, if you're not prepared for the rejections, uh, which are very consistent, unfortunately, uh, and if you're not sure to yourself and know that this is what your purpose is, it can be very, uh, it can be very discouraging and frustrating to say the least. Maybe depressing is the other word to be more transparent. Um, but yes, there's been times. Not only that, just uh, going through. Uh, going through a, a loss, you know, uh, someone that's close to you. I lost my my father six years ago un- unexpectedly, and uh, that threw me off the track creatively. I um, lost uh, a lot during that time and actually uh, moved from Atlanta back to Minnesota to be with my mom and to take care of my family. And at that moment, I had, a, you know, it was a choice. Do I... Um, do I get back on the track and keep going and doing what I love to do? And my dad would have, yeah, I always, he always told me to do what you love. And uh, so, yes, I've thought about it. And um, I think you, there's times in our lives where you take moments to have breaks, maybe you know, hi, take a hiatus because of certain things that have happened. But, um, you know, yeah, I have, but, you know, I always get, I always have been drawn back um, to, to being in this profession and and doing this as a and I, you know it's not a you know they say it's not a, it's not a job if, if it's something that you love to do um, and the money just does it 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 works out 
you know, and that's the way I just, I definitely have, um, believed and, uh, kind of how I operate on my day to day basis is, you know, you got to have faith and trust and courage that it's going to work out. So. Okay. So, um, who, who inspires you to be an actor or in theater or uh, music or any other entertainment that you're in? Who was your inspiration for you? Oh, man. Your- you know, there was <laughs> uh, – there, there, there are so many. I mean, I could, I could list a lot of different um, – growing up, uh, I – I watched as far as as far as stage since, since we started with that. I uh, I watched when I was a kid, Music Man, and I ended up um, uh, being a part of that musical, uh, and uh, that led to other musicals. You know that um, you know classic old time musicals, Sound of Music, Fiddler on the Roof, uh, but Music Man was is still to this day one of my favorite. But as far as screen and film. Um, it was it <laughs> this is going to make you laugh it was the it was the rocky balboa franchise that uh that i that i watched and and uh and I, and this was i was 8 7 years old and you know just watching the scenes and watching the stories and it just um i think those are some of my inspiring moments if you know being on stage is very different than being on screen obviously we all know that so, you know, uh, but there's still is a lot of focus on both sides. You have to have a lot of focus. It's a lot more detailed on on screen than it is um, uh, on stage. But I, you know, to answer your question, to answer your question about inspiration, it really is my my family, my parents, my grandparents that have always they were always um, encouraging and supporting. And when the moment that uh, uh, your your um, school counselors said, "Oh, you know, theater, stage, you know, being an actor, yeah, that's that's nice and all, but you should do something with computers or something with you know another related area like sports or mainly with computers back in that time." Um, my parents and my grandparents were always, "If you're not going to love it, doesn't matter how much money they're going to pay you, you're just not going to be happy." So the question is do what you love to do and be happy and the money will somehow work out and come together. So there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so I hear that you are, are upcoming a project, an audio book and a movie project with uh Warzone comics. How does that come about? How did that come about? Well, uh, I actually, <laughs> the connection started back in 2006 um networking in in uh in LA and Hollywood and uh you know I I I don't know if it was at a at a studio or a school or at an event um but we all know when we're in Los Angeles and it's you know you're going 90 miles an hour pretty much all the time you're at networking events you're in auditions you're in classes you're on set you know etc and um, connected with some wonderful people and back in 2006. And literally just this, uh, this year, uh, this summer, reconnected with, <laughs> reconnected with the same wonderful individuals and now uh, kind of, you know, just kind of fell into an opportunity with, um, you know, uh, playing this role in this character and 
and being a part of this audiobook, which is great. Okay, so what character do you? How how is it coming so far? With and what what character do you play? If you can if you can uh, tell us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, the character is uh, called Permission, and uh, his is uh, the name of it. And his some of his traits, character traits. He's a, he's a curious, uh, impressionable, kind of no nonsense. But you know, he's, but he's also fearful and playful character um, of of the story and of the audio audio book. And um, so it's it's it definitely. I I love taking on. Um, different character traits that are, that are a little, little challenging, you know, be, be playful, be, you know, no, no nonsense, be kind of blunt, be fearful, but be playful. And, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's great to take on, take on roles and characters that are difficult and you have to switch, uh, switch things up within a, a page or two, meaning you have, you're, you know, you're changing, you're you're changing the intonation. You're changing all the the, the specifics of the character uh, to you know definitely tell the story. So, but yeah, that's uh, that that character is um, you know uh, definitely is, is is a lot of fun. Um, and that's the the the, uh, the project called uh, Bugsby the Becoming. So, and then Bugsby School School Days. So, I mean. So like, how is it? How was it? If I'm not mistaken, you say you work with uh, children. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, you know, behind the scenes, you work with children with uh, in this in this trying time we have. So how was working with children, and how was it uh, with the programs you're working on, or what is the other programs you're working with or working on with uh, with that concerns children? Well, right now, because of what's happened, it, everything is uh, on Zoom. Uh, there are, you know. Uh, so there's existing, there are old friends of mine that I, I have been, I've been working with the DARE program, uh, DARE America, since 2002 out of Los Angeles. And they we traveled all throughout Southern California and even parts of, uh, you know, Central and, and Northern California as well. So they, you know, they're doing, they're doing Zoom green screen. Uh, there's a couple of the theater companies that are working with kids right now. And it's really important. The kids are at home kids and and a parent as is at home or you know or a a a a parental figure an aunt and uncle and it's definitely a very important important urgent time right now an important time right now so it keeps them busy uh, you know uh, not only physically but um mentally mentally and emotionally as well so uh you know i've been working with with kids since uh since the mid 90s uh, in regards to uh, mainly anti-bullying, um, self-esteem uh, workshops and friendship workshops. You know the, the importance of friendship. You know teaching the golden rule. It's 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 just, you know sometimes this that slips away and it's not really taught anymore. And you know, just the basics, getting back to the basics. Um, but it's so to answer your question, yes, it's really right now what has happened since March is is really important it's obviously not the same as is live but um we have to be thankful and grateful for uh for online for online opportunities right now and um hopefully things will get back to some normalcy um and in some places are so now it's gone from you know working after school program content in in school program content and some of that content is environmental education as well as anti-bullying bullying, bullying. Uh, I have to say that word very 
and then enunciate that word. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's really important right now. Uh, the kids, not only again, not only for the kids, but for the parents, uh, for the parents as well, or the parental guy, uh, the parental people that are in the house. Um, so to keep them busy with music, singing, dance, choreography, fitness, puppetry, improv. I mean, it list goes on and on. We, you know, we, we've, we've uh, created a lot of different things out of it. So it's been great. You know, we're just making the best of it for right now. It's all you can do. I mean, you said dare, you mean a dare company, like the, the company we used to have, like the red and black colors that, you know, we see, yes. used to see in uh, elementary school, junior high school, high school, when, when we're like, uh, much younger than we are now. That same that same company still exists. You know it it uh, it does, but there's been um, some of my contacts that I used to work for that have kind of branched out and uh, they're they're doing their own thing. Um, so, you know they they had a pretty uh, heavy presence up until about 2008 when the economy situation happened. Um, tried to come back again in like in like 2012 2013 with some grants and it's just it's barely it, at this point it's 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 still happening and it's still in session um but it's it's and not going as nearly as strong as it was back when it was you know like in the 80s and 90s and even you know the first part of the 2000s but yes it's it's still going in it's just that same company that we all have the we all have the t-shirts you know we <laughs> we use them for yard work or work or, or, you know, you know, when we're working, working out or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, that, that experience for five years in, in, um, early to mid two thousands, you know, probably closer to the late two thousands when it, when it, when it went, when it went on a hiatus, excuse me, crash, um, really showed me how really important it is to connect with kids and, you know, the the you know the phrase you know everybody starts the kids are our future it's kind of thrown away yeah the kids are our future it's really important because if we don't you know if we don't uh you know if we don't teach and and connect with them uh there's a lot of other things that you know that they can be doing that is not as health not as healthy and they can you know keep them out of trouble so um you know all these experiences have definitely um, um confirmed and helped me realize hey, we can use the creative arts, performing arts in the creative world to really help the kids. And, um, you know, and, and we're doing it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's limited because you know, the only, there's only so many kids you can see on a, on a, on a computer screen, you know. So, but, um, you know, we're, again, we're making the best of it. <clears throat> so what other projects besides uh, Bugsy Becoming and School Days and, things of that nature, what other projects can people see you in or uh, how can they, yeah, how can they, what other projects can they see you in? I, I got, I, you know, I've got some content on my website and uh, they can see, they can definitely see some, um, some photos of some work I've done with film and TV and short films, independent films, commercials, hosting. Um, I've been working on uh, a, a new project that was launched. It was, it was developed in the last couple of years, but it was launched in January of this year. It's called Cine. C-I-N-I, and it's a new app that's kind of a, it's kind of a connecting uh, the power of Instagram and, and um, Twitter and uh, Facebook kind of all together, and, and, and YouTube as well, and it's, it's streaming. So I'm one, of the, I'm one of the actors. I actually play the role of Facebook on uh, the Cine, C-I-N-I 
commercials, and they're they're adapting the same commercial um, format what they did with uh, Mac and PC. There was I don't know 50, 60 commercials. Everybody remembers those the Mac and against Mac versus PC, PC versus Mac commercials. Um, so we are in the process of doing that. It slowed down a lot because of due to the current state of affairs uh, with with COVID. But um, we're now coming back into session, hopefully next month. Um, we've done some stuff on um, over Zoom, but of course, there's only so much you can do. But yeah, Cine, and then I'm working on a. Uh, it's called Chop Master. Uh, it's a uh, it's more of a cooking show that we're we're doing healthy foods for kids and healthy healthy foods for everyone. And uh, that that launched in in February. Continue to keep going, but because of what happened in March, uh, that's been on hold as well. But other than that, still connecting with with Dare and and uh, other other projects working with kids. Um, uh, a lot of the content is on my website that we're doing. I'm still waiting for uh, a lot of content uh, that I'm I'm going to be editing and putting up there. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of work that uh, that people can see if they just go to my website, which is uh, just Corey C O R Y M as in Mom Johnson J O H N S O N dot com Corey M Johnson dot com, and they'll see a lot of different uh, videos and content and photos. Okay, if I'm mistaken, before you, during the time that you were doing theater acting and everything else, you also had a music career, correct? I I did I did, and I still uh, I I still utilize uh, one of the songs that I wrote. Uh, the music career started back in early two early two thousands when I yeah, I was in LA. I was in San Diego, and I came up to LA to uh, literally just crash an audition for a boy band yep i said it a boy band guy group and um ended up ended up booking it and um it was a wonderful experience groups whether it's guy groups girl groups they're very challenging uh, a lot of a lot of things going on <laughs> a lot of different attitudes and personalities you have to you have to learn from but the recording uh was incredible to learn uh being in the studio and recording um, and not only that, but the live performances, we toured schools, we did anti-bullying, uh, school tours with, uh, different projects and productions around, around Southern California. We did middle school, high schools. And so, yeah, the music was, uh, it didn't, it didn't last, it lasted for about a few years, but it was a wonderful experience because, you know, not only the recording process and just the touring, it's, it's singing the Star Spangled Banner with four-part harmony. That you know, hitting those notes and seeing the people and singing songs like Amazing Grace and and uh, acapella and ha- of course Happy Birthday and Star Spangled Banner and you know um, America the Beautiful. Those moments were incredible, and that led to um, some solo stuff I did, which was uh, in Atlanta back in 2010, um, which I uh, launched a song called I Can Make You Dance and connected to a lot of different, uh, again, uh, connected to a lot of different anti-bullying, uh, projects and, uh, and different establishments around all of Georgia and all around the South. And I'm still actually just performing that song once in a while. Um, and just, you know, helping the kids out. And it's a, you know, it's, it's a song that, you know, um, uh, I brought some fitness aspect to it. So, you know, we keep the kids, 
entertained also, but we, um, I brought it to different fitness camps where, you know, we teach the kids, you know, Hey, drink more water than sodas, eat fruits and vegetables. It's another whole aspect that I've, I've been doing with music and dance and fitnesses, uh, fitness as well as, uh, really teaching the kids, um, about food and the importance of food. Um, and, uh, you know, just just ba- the basics again. Just drinking a lot of water, good water, eating healthy. Uh, you know, staying away from food that, is, that your body's not gonna like so much, and <laughs> you could get sick from. So, yeah, um, probably answered about three of those questions in that question. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, so the song "I Can Make You Move." You wrote it. You wrote it, or was it written for you, or how was how did it come about? Uh, it's, it's I Can Make You Dance. It, you know, the song was actually written, uh, there was a funk, dang it, it was just on the on the tip of my tongue. There was a title, I Can Make You Dance. It was written back in the 60s or 70s, and the, my producer at the time, we just we were uh, going over this track, and, and the track was actually going to be submitted to a, a Radio Disney, Disney artist in Orlando. And that they didn't, they decided not to pick it up and they ended up leaving the music business. The, the, um, artist did. And so I came into the studio the next night, heard the track. We literally recorded the entire song within about an hour and a half. Just, you know how, you know, when stuff just hits you, it's just, okay, here's verse one, here's two, here's the, here's the bridge, here's the hook, here's the rap done, you know? And, um, it was so much fun. And, uh, so however, it, it just, it was designed and, and, uh, from a concept of, um, you know, the, designed from the concept of, you know, it, it, we can make you dance. I can make you dance. This, this, this will make you dance. Um, and um, it's just a fun song. The song is actually on the website. It's on, I think it's, I think it's maybe one of the last videos on my website uh, and uh, just a teaser, but in, it's the full music video. The official music video is on, is on YouTube and, and also Vimeo. And it's just called I Can Make You Dance. I went by Corey J, C-O-R-Y, and then J, J as in Johnson. So. Okay. Um, so, like, you keep mentioning your webpage and things of that nature. Tell the fans how they can reach you, like, doing so on social media or your website. Yeah, so I, I'm on Instagram. Um and uh, so that's uh, just Corey. Again, again, it's just Corey, C-O-R-Y-M, as in mom, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. So Corey at Corey M. Johnson. And then this is, that's, uh, the website is, uh, is CoreyMJohnson.com. And uh, you can also, uh, YouTube is Corey M. John, Corey M. Johnson. And I have to, uh, yeah, those are, the, those are the sites right now. I'm still working on a few other social media sites <laughs> there's so many right now so but those are the ones those are the ones for right now so but there's a lot of okay. a lot of information there's a lot of information on the website so um uh there there's there's acting uh, you know acting to uh hosting to choreography vocals singing um teaching and working with kids um and the music so yeah it's all on there so I have a question for you. With everything you've done, with everything you've done, like uh, it's musical theater, music, things, voiceover, things of that nature, right? 
What is right. ulti- What is your ultimate goal? What is your ultimate goal in entertainment in, in itself? If you have to technically, or um, say like, in the rejection of, what is your ultimate goal? Like, what is your ultimate goal? What did you want? What do you want to uh, embark on, or continue with, or what do you want to? Uh, what What would you want to be your legacy? What would I want to be the next? Is that what you said? You kind of broke. What would, you, what would you want to be your legacy? Like, or what do you want to do next? Or what would you want to be your legacy? What would I want to do next? Um, that's a great question. You know, I think it's 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 really just for me. It is, you know, it is just doing what you love, and then and and uh, you know, letting letting the the audience, your audience demographic which is you know kids and it's not just kids for me but the kids and the youth are definitely the big um big part of what i do um and uh especially right now there's so much going on um to you know just just to uh just you know i think to trust and have faith that everything will work out and uh you know say your prayers trust in god you know, he listens and, and, uh, you know, there's, there's, cause there's just, there's so much going on. There's a lot that behind the scenes, you know, because of this year and what's been going on. So I'm, um, I think a big part of, you know, me, uh, me being on, this, on online classes and teaching and even performing and whatnot, and that's what you can do right now. And hopefully that's changing is it's just a big, big part of, um, it's definitely I've you find your purpose, you know, and um, it's it's been a it's been a tough year. There's there's been a lot of abuse in 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 families and houses now in homes, um, verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. Uh, you know, the kids are home. I'm just being transparent. Uh, it's what happens when you have social workers as good friends, and they tell you what's going on. They say it's really great that you're doing these classes, and I'm like, thank you. There's a purpose. That was the, that's the purpose, you know. So, you know, to keep the kids encouraged, encourage them to, uh, you know, to to, to stay, stay creative and, uh, you know, to be optimistic and, you know, and to keep just keep moving forward. You know, keep having faith and be and and have courage and keep keep moving each day. Um, it's been, again, it's been a very interesting year for for some people. It's been hasn't been so affected, but others. It's been a pretty challenging year, so um, you know everybody's in a different journey, journey and a path and a place. So um, I hope I answered that. <laughs> I gave no, you a no, monologue. You know what? <laughs> I am not worried. Uh, okay, so like, is it also <laughs> your? Is that also your? What, is that also what you want your legacy to be? Is that you helped a lot of people? Yeah, uh, my legacy to be, you know, yeah, the legacy is, you know, is, yeah, yeah, definitely is to, you know, work with, work with kids. And um, I even had, gosh, I even had a a friend of mine just this year say, you know, you should be the next Mr. Rogers. And I kind of just, I kind of just looked away and laughed. But you know what? I was like, okay, you know, I mean, Mr. Rogers, uh, uh, impacted a lot of people's lives, including mine. And and crud, I mean, he was an inspiration. Um, someone who was so very well balanced, 
in everything that he did. Um, he touched on a lot of different issues, and that was back in the day, which we're still going through today. Um, but the acceptance, the, his acceptance of everyone and, and um, using entertainment, using, being creative, sitting down and talking with a, 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 a child that has, you know, has gone through a, a very challenging, uh, you know, uh, childhood. Um, so to leave the legacy is, is definitely to impact people, to tell them that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that they're loved and they're appreciated that God hasn't forgotten them because a lot of people think, you know, I pray and this and that, and God never, no, he, he listens. He's hearing you. You just have to be patient and it's in his time and his will, and it will work out and it will all come together. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the big thing right there, you know, is that especially in these, these times we're living in right now. Um, and some, this is, a, you know, this is a, also a, a, a lot of a mental uh, war, that's going on. You know, there's a lot, obviously it's, this is a physical situation that's going on with, with, uh, with the virus, but this is, this is just as mental as, as it is physical. So we have to be strong in, in our faith. We have to be really, we have to lean on each other and we have to, uh, you know, connect with each other and um, pray with each other. And some people say, eh, don't talk about that. Stuff. It's not religious. It's not, it's not being religious. It's just, it's having a relationship and it's just being real. You know, we need each other. So, um, so it's relationship over religion. So, and that's what I, you know, that's what a lot of uh, my closest friends we talk about. When we get together and we projects, whether they're musical theater, whether they're on, on uh, behind the scenes and on screen, whether they're choreography or fitness or whatever it is, you know, it's it's about it's about uh, you know really uh, sharing our faith and uh, with the creative and with performing arts and, and all all of those aspects. Because that's that's the because uh, that's the hope, you know. I mean, if you don't, everybody needs hope. So, but um, yeah. No, who knows? I mean, you know, the the world needs another Mister Rogers. Tom Hanks did a great job, but somebody needs there needs to be another Mister Rogers. <laughs> so, and uh, maybe there's a little Mister Rogers in all of us. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. uh, but yeah. I, I hope I, I, you know, I hope I, again, I was probably the third monologue within that, <laughs> that question, but. No, uh, no, you know what, my, my next thing is, what else do you want people to know about you? Like, the floor is yours, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want people to know about you, or whatever calls your, I like, at, the floor is yours. What do people know how to know about me? I, I love pistachio ice cream and long walks on the beach on Tuesday afternoons. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, it's good to, you know what? You have to laugh. Um, it's important to laugh. It's important to, uh, to smile. I know we have these masks on. Um, when you don't still make eye contact and still nod and still smile. We all need each other right now. Um, you know, if you're not wearing your mask when you're in your car, which everybody has their, their opinions on that smile at someone who you don't know, you know, um, there's a lot going on right now and it has been, and I'm hoping and praying that it gets better and, uh, that we do get back to, uh, a, a place that was, um, you know, pre-March, but we'll see, you know, again, it's having, again, it's just operating with, uh, 
faith and trust and courage that it will work out. But, yeah, it's the simple things, you know. Again, again, the golden rule, the golden rule. It's just, it's, when I work, the more I've worked with kids since the mid-'90s, that, that, that whole golden rule thing is just kind of – it's faded. Every few years or every year, it's just faded. So I want to bring that back. It's important. Um, you know, so, the, and yeah, you know, um, let's be patient with each other. You know, so I, you know, but other than that, I mean, and uh, be patient with each other and, you know, help each other right now during these times. And I guess this is another big thing. We, we all have different different thoughts and ideas when it comes to um, uh, the political side of things. We're still human beings. We still are Americans. We still need each other. Okay. So that's, the, we, we still, everybody still bleeds red blood. We still need each other. We might have differences. Please figure out how to still live amongst each other and, 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 and love each other and care for each other. Someone need, needs water. Give them something to drink. Something, somebody needs something to eat. Feed them. If you, even if you have a dollar. I don't care if it's 50 cents. You know, if someone needs, uh, you know, needs, somebody, uh, needs a jacket because it's, uh, it's not cold anywhere right now, but you know what I mean. If someone needs clothing, help them out. Someone's uh, car's broken down. They're like, I don't have AAA, and you have four that you haven't used, which you, you know, you ha- help help each other. So, you know, there's a lot of there's 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 uh, this division that's underlining because of what's going on. So let's make sure that we um, we are still humans, you know, and that uh, that we still care for each other. And that's, and I know this is probably didn't need to go that route, but it's been, it's been a big, big thing on my heart and my mind um, and my gut to talk about, but um, you know, that is, that's important to me. So. Oh, no, know. I mean, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, so like, what did you, I mean, you said you, you spoke about, you spoke a lot about your family. Like, what did you, what did you, what was you, like, what were you, if you don't mind me asking, where, what, where were you born? Like, um, where were you born? Like, I, I was born in uh, in Minnesota in a, in a very small town, um, less than a thousand people. Um, I uh, my first job was when I was eight years old on the farm, literally picking rock in the fields before they plowed it for the beans and the corn. So I, we'd pick rock, bale hay, and uh, milk cows, and then other just other random. Um, so that's where I was born. I was born in uh, rural Minnesota, about three hours northwest of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I uh, learned to work hard, learned to work and save. And if you wanted something, you have to work and save and buy it. And, um, you know, and a lot of people told me there's no way you're going to make, there's no way. When I got into high school, and, <clears throat> excuse me, out of high school into college, you, you won't last a year in L.A., and there's no way that you're, it's, you come on, man. There's no way you're going to be able to, to live off of what you love to do. I did it. And I have been doing it, you know, not consecutive and not, um, what's the word consecutively, but there's been, there's been a few years that goes, goes by and it's like, Hey, I, I just supported myself five years off of what I love to do. You know, um, <clears throat> two years ago, I met Jim Carrey, uh, randomly doing, um, uh, uh, standing work. Uh, and, 
he talked about a speech that he gave. And when he was on set, he talked about a speech he gave. Oh, gosh, was it first? I can't remember what. It was at some Ivy League school. He gave a speech that he's, you know, and he, he, he told us we, there was a technical difficulty on set. We were there two or three hours longer. And he said, he was talking to some of us, and he said, you know, his father uh, never did what he loved to do. It was, he wanted to be a, um, he wanted to go into, um, you know, drawing and drawing cartoons and I think something like that. And his dad, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go to school. I'm just going to get a regular job doing, you know, doing a regular job doing this. And he still wasn't happy. And Jim's point was, you know, if, you know, you might as well do something that you love, even if you might fail. But what if you don't? What I mean, if you if you don't do if you do something your whole life and you and you fail at it and you don't like it and you you hate it, what's the point? You might as well do something that you love to do. So, um, so anyways, yeah. I mean, grew, grew up in a very small town, um, but you know, it's those those mo- And I'm I'm so thankful and grateful. Um, you know, sometimes being in LA and being in New York or, you know, other, other cities, sometimes I would say, I wish I was born out here, but no, there's no way I would ever trade that. I'm, I'm so thankful because you, you learn, you learn to work hard and, and survive. And, um, some people don't know how to do that. (laughs) You know, I mean, how, how, how was it, how was the transition from, Moving from uh, Minnesota to uh, L.A., like, was that a hard transition or was that just for the idea of working in entertainment or is this because something you wanted to tend to do overall or what was the reason why you moved from Minnesota and how what was the transition from moving from Minnesota to uh, L.A.? It was, I planned it out. It wasn't too bad. I mean, there was some hiccups there, here and there. Um <clears throat> I came out to visit. I we I have some relatives in uh, San Diego, east of San Diego, kind of, kind of by by state by uh, SDSU, and so it's like east east of San east east area of, of San Diego. And we came out to visit. And we went up to Orange County in LA, and I just I just knew. Obviously, the weather's a little bit better than Minnesota winters. You know, if anybody knows, you know, Midwest winters, especially Minnesota, it it can be challenging. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I came out here to visit. I went back and worked and saved up for two years. Someone told me, uh, I, where was it? Anthony Barneo. Um, I, went, I went to an uh, acting class, and uh, which I came back, and he became uh, my acting coach on a regular basis. And then my manager, um, God rest his soul, he passed away, unfortunately, suddenly uh, a few years ago. And he said, go back home, work and work and save up and make sure you have five five k make sure you have five thousand dollars come out to l a some people you know i I came out a little bit more i i, I worked really hard for a couple of years and so glad I did that because I got out I, at that time um you know that was in the early two thousands late late nineties early two thousands so you know you can't jump on indeed and 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 LinkedIn and just you know submit your resume. You came out. I got material. I went back. I, I I called, set up jobs even before I came out to L.A. So I had jobs set up um, a few days to a week after I, I got 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 there. My mom drove with me out from Minnesota, and we had a, we had a blast. You know, we would stop at different places and uh, and see different things along the way. The, you know, 
Rocky Mountains and um, Wyoming, and you know, we we stopped at many different places. So the transition was, it wasn't uh, like some people's stories where it's like, you know what, I'm leaving for LA tomorrow, and they drove from you know Miami or, or New York. You know, uh, I've met several of those people, which you know that takes a lot of faith, um, and which you know that's amazing. Mine was a little more planned out. But, you know, it's, uh, when I got there, you know, um, it, it was a, it was an adventure, you know, the, the, um, I guess the rejection and the process of being rejected and, you know, being, you know, having to be, it's very busy. Your work, if anybody knows the, the, the lifestyle and back in that time, you would be out networking and you would be walking at going with to these networking events with your materials, you know, um, you'd be dropping off your headshot and resume. Um, you don't, none of that happens anymore. Obviously, you know, so, um, so when I'm in class now, when I'm talking to somebody that's 20 or 25 years younger than me, um, they, it's, it's, it's hard to connect with them because, you know, um, they have a certain increase in social media following and they just get work. They have, it, it's hard to explain to somebody that you had the work you had to put in back in the late nineties and early two thousands as an actor in Los Angeles. It's, um, it's way different. Obviously it's way different now, but that was the challenge. But the, the, the process of coming out, um, was good. You know, the process was good. It was just, and then maintaining, I, you know, I, I, I lived and pursued the business for 10 years, um, in LA. And then, uh, and that, 2010, I, I got some work and I moved uh, to in Georgia, um, but uh, I did it. So many, I had so many people that told me, "There's no way you're going to make it over a year." And I did it for 10 years, and over 50% of that time, probably 75% of that time, I lived off of what I loved to do. I lived off of the arts. I lived off of the creative jobs that I, 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 I either created myself with other colleagues, or, you know, I hustled and auditioned and got them, you know, just do hard work and determination and perseverance and patience. So, you know, so when some oh, people say, oh, you know, you know, you're not successful. It's how you view success. I, I, I'm thankful and grateful first and foremost, but you know, that was success to me. You know, when people said I couldn't do it and I did it and I did it a lot longer and you know, and, and the bit, you know, you reinvent yourself, obviously you have to, and now there's a lot of, there's a lot going on, um, you know, reinventing yourself and making sure that you're networking online and, and, uh, however you view social media, that's another topic and subject. (laughs) Some people in my generation are like, Oh my gosh, you know? So, um, but you know, it's what it is, you know? Uh, you know, I went to school. The other thing I did when I went to school is I went to school for marketing and business and branding. So I, I understand marketing and business and branding, and that's exactly what social media is. Um, um, you know, uh, you know. So it's a different it's a different world than it was 20 years ago, obviously. So. Last question: How did you deal? How did you deal with the rejection of not getting certain roles or certain jobs? Oh, uh, great question. I, um, I had to lean on, uh, friends of mine in class. I was really blessed. I was really, I'm still to the same. Some of them 
have left the business and are real estate agents and investment brokers and they're making a lot of money, but they're, <laughs> they're not, they're not, they're not fulfilled creatively, but we really clinged together at accountability. Um, of course there are times when you get so close, you get to a callback and it's for a certain commercial and it's like, Oh my goodness, you know, and it's, you know, and I'm back in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, you get a callback to a national commercial and you're, you know, it's, the residuals were blessings, a major blessing. That's, that's not the same anymore. Um, so, so when you get really close to certain, certain gigs and jobs, whether it was TV, film or commercials or even print, um, I, 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 I really just leaned on, um, my, my friends in, in, in class and my, Anthony Barnett was such a rock. Yeah. Not to cut you off. Uh, we come to the end of our show, so would you please give your fans your, your goodbyes, please? Okay, cool. Yeah, well, hey, thanks so much for listening and uh, and tuning in today. I really um, appreciate everybody that, that joined in and to listen, and thank you for letting me share my heart and uh, just, you know, who I am. And, uh, yeah, you can check, check me out, um, on the website. If you, if you, uh, when you get a chance, just say Corey, C-O-R-Y, M as in mom, M Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com, Corey, M Johnson.com. And, uh, look forward to hopefully meeting some of you and working with some of you in the, in the, down the road. So God bless and Godspeed. The next time y'all, you already know what it is. The next time, same book of time, same catch. Like, I mean, same FAD channel, same warfare time zone. So next time, y'all. Love you a lot. But, you know, you guys, I'm going to leave you guys with this song. Um, without me, y'all. Some y'all call me safe, shift the battle cat, even a chameleon. Call me what you want, my house of command central, and I know the difference. You might not like me, hell, you might even hate me. Without me, you have no chance of existence. You might not like it, but you know I'm batting a thousand. You might can count one hand how many times I come close to letting you down. Villains come from one side, and the villains come from the other. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.